Welcome, truth seekers, to that one time I was abducted by aliens. My name's Jamie. My name is Bree, and we're two sides of the coin. Bree, what are we talking about tonight? Hey guys, welcome back. So, tonight we're going to talk about cults. And we want to do more than one episode because there's so many cults out there. So much shady business. Yeah, so what we're going to kind of go over tonight is we're just going to focus on cults that have aliens involved in them. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to scratch over the surface of a few, not get into too many details of them. um, Because we want to also do individual episodes on a lot of these different cults because it can get so much deeper into the weirdness that it is. Yes. Um, But um, I think basically, though, we decided to do this because without naming any names, we have been... um, we, what is it? You're not going to want to put this in the podcast, but he doesn't follow us. And he we doesn't? don't follow him anymore, so you really? can totally talk about him. I still don't. I still feel bad, like, naming names. But basically... We don't have to name a name, but we were approached by someone who wanted us to join an alien cult. Absolutely. And actually, I feel like even more than that, because we got a lot of um, messages for Illuminati. People Ooh, like, join so the many. Illuminati. Yeah. And I'm like, you're such a joke. You're not in the Illuminati. Okay, the Illuminati are not on Instagram. They don't give a fuck about no, and they're not in a million different Instagram pages that have 5,000 followers. Although we do love you guys. You guys post good shit. But let's say at least everything that has an Illuminati in the name on Instagram has sent us a message about being an Illuminati. And there's always money involved. Always. Which is so weird. So like, do you get free $5,000? Yeah, I'm like, I don't want your money, no. bro. So we just think it's really weird. And, um, you know, I just kind of feel like, like, what year are we in? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, cults were such a thing, like, in the 70s, and it's, like, all of a sudden, it's, like, a thing again now. Like, so many people are talking about it and and all that kind of... We're going to talk about some older ones. We're going to talk about some newer ones. So let's... Why don't we start start right in the center of something that a lot of people are talking about right now, and let's talk about Heaven's Gate. Okay, so, and also... What links to this, if anyone else watches American Horror Story, which I'm sure most of you do, this year's season is called Cult. And it's really cool because it's kind of combining what's happening in our world now and how, you know, how easy it is to form a cult. And then Mm -hmm. there's a lot of reflections back on other cults in the past. Mm -hmm. And it's like you can understand where these crazy ass people are coming from. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, so the same day that Jamie texts me, oh, you have to look into this Heaven's Gate. And I said, I oh, yeah, I know about yeah, that yeah. already. Well, so what I did is I had sent her a podcast called Heaven's Gate that I started listening to that I actually thought was pretty decent. I was like, the content's really good. You should really listen to it. There's parts about it I don't like, but I won't get into that. But it definitely had like some good, like the way it was talking about it was fucking fantastic. So I was like, you definitely have to listen to this. And that day that I told you was... Um, the day that last, not last week, but the week before, um, the American Horror Story came out that actually showed a clip of Heaven's Gate and a few other ones. But they basically convinced their followers that um, an alien spaceship was riding the tail of a comet. And that when the comet would pass over, if they were to all kill themselves at that time, that basically the beam could then, like, suck up their souls and they could get a ride back with them. Yeah, so it was two people. It was Doe and T. And those aren't their given names. Those are the, their cult names. Everybody had cult names. But they were Doe and T, and they started this. Um, there's a lot of... Um 
argument about how Doe and T actually met. Some people say it was in a bookstore. Some people say it was in a mental hospital. I read that it was in a mental hospital. Yeah, there's so many different instances. But Doe and T started it. And Doe and T, um, they both came from, like, really religious backgrounds. And it started off very religious. And then it kind of went, like, took a right turn and was like, Mm -hmm. you know what? We're all aliens. And the aliens come on this comet that comes every so many years. And it's every whatever. And this is our only chance to get on it. So what's going to happen is we're going to kill ourselves and leave our earthly bodies. And we're going to ride back to space on the comet. And that's literally what they convinced everybody to do. It was the largest mass suicide of its time. Yeah, it was, what, 30, 39 members. Actually, I think it still might be the largest mass suicide, in all honesty. Right. And so they found them March 26, 1997. And it was a really weird case because I'm pretty positive that when they found them, they were all on these bunk beds, and they were wearing the same outfit. Yeah, they were wearing the same and outfits. The same and fresh Nikes. Yeah, Nikes. They were like they dressed a certain way. Um, all of them were non-sexual. Uh, right. Some of the ma- males were found to be eunuchs. Um, there was all sorts of weird things that they did. They definitely disconnected with their family on an entirely different level. Like it was crazy. There was a lot of people whose family members were in this coal, and they binded together to try to like rescue them out of it and like talk to them they just tried so desperately like during that time there was a lot of like um deprogramming and people would hire somebody to go and literally kidnap their child from the cult deprogram them and put them back home that's crazy it was a big thing back then wow what were their names bow and t so it was marshall applewhite and bonnie lou Bonnie Lou Nettles. That's right. Bonnie Lou Nettles. Nettles. So I read that he thought that he was basically Jesus's successor. No. So there is a part in the Christian Bible that talks about there are two prophets that come down from Jesus. And uh, Bonnie Lou and Marshall used to call themselves the two. And they were referring to themselves as the two disciples or prophets that were inside, that were talked about inside the Bible. In the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's just so crazy to me because uh, I don't know. So that's just that's just one instance of a crazy alien cult where people actually gave their lives to hop onto this um to this comet or this uh, spacecraft that's going yeah, to come it was, save it, them. Yeah, you also have to understand that during that time too. Like so. You know, it was definitely like a spiritual awakening for people. You have like, you know, the hippies and the people who are fighting against war and all all these things are building up and these people are looking for more things. So when you go into a place like a cult and they're talking a little bit about religion, but they're adding things on top of it like aliens and UFOs and spirituality and right. consciousness, it piques people's curiosity. So that's really what like hooks them into something and they genuinely think like there's this group of people that think like me and this is where I belong and this is all that I I know. That's just like across the board, I guess, really. Yeah, so it was an interesting instance of being able to take something like your belief in aliens and turning it into such a crazy negative culty thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, another one that I wanted to talk about, which I thought maybe you would find really cool. So I didn't do any research on this, so tell me about it. So Ashtar. Mm-hmm. So this um, links to George Van Tassel. Mm-hmm. And so we went to 
Giant Rock. We mm-hmm. went to the Integraton. Mm-hmm. So we saw what he had built. And if anyone doesn't know, this is out. Um, Giant Rock is in the Mojave Desert. It's close to Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, Giant Rock is the biggest freestanding granite rock um, that's supposed to be on the world. But mm-hmm. It's such an awesome sight to see. I highly suggest that you just take a trip out there if you ever can. Um, so the Integraton that he had built, he said that this um, alien being, Ashtar, that he had channeled, basically told him detail on how to build this building and basically that by following his instructions that it could emit the the frequency that you would need for healing. So people still to this day, they go, they lay down, you know, they do different meditations and whatnot, but mm-hmm. it's supposed to be healing for, by frequency. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool place. Um, and so then Giant Rock was this area that they had lived at, which is yeah, so crazy. Yeah, so I, the guy who built the town is his, what's his name? George Van Tassel. Okay, so George Van Tassel built this crazy town at Giant Rock. So none of the buildings are up anymore. They had to tear them all down, but there's some places where there's rock in the ground that's like flat and you could see the anchors of where the building was. Yeah. Like there's slabs of concrete that are out in the middle of the desert and stuff and he had like, he turned it into an airport weirdly and there was a b- giant runway running through it and he had like shops and a diner and but all But the whole people. thing was for UFO. Absolutely. So that's um, what encouraged it, but they talked about when we went there, they told us about this town that it was and his like little study house area was actually underneath the rock. He actually dug out underneath the rock and built him like a office and it was like a library and there was books and tables and chairs and he would spend all of his time there. So baffling because when you see it, you think, how the hell did someone get underneath this giant boulder? Mm-hmm. It's I can't even imagine what it was like, but yeah, they lived, he lived under there. Mm-hmm. And so then they this became this area that was used for, you know, UFO conventions, gatherings, and it became the biggest, biggest ever known at that time. It was, this was in the 1950s areas that people would all gather around to hear him and people would channel and they would channel this Ashtar. That just became, so this Ashtar person, or I should say being alien that he was channeling, many people then that were gathering to these events also started channeling him or saying that they did. And so now it's kind of a confusion of whether it was one being or multiple beings. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of evolved into this, just the Ashtar. Then they're calling him Ashtar Sharon. And then it was the Ashtar Galactic Command. Basically, there was starting to be a divide in people that were showing up and saying that they were channeling for this Ashtar because they started having conflicting statements and beliefs. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. then it just started breaking off into a million different things. Um, But it's just really interesting now, just since we went to Giant Rock and we were able to see it, it's an incredible sight. It is honestly, I suggest people go go there. I'm sad this year because uh, when we go to Contact in the Desert, we're not going to be that close to it. True. We would have to make a completely separate um, trip to go see it, and it would be pretty far, I think, from where we would be. But Yeah, it would actually, and that's what kind of shitty about it. But if, like I said, if anyone ever has the chance, take a trip to Joshua Tree, go to Giant Rock, check it out. 
Um, I think I'll post a cute picture that we have there. We have many pictures there. We really do. But um, it was just, it was so cool to go and see. Um, And then there's one other that I thought was really interesting, and it was, I have the hardest time pronouncing this. It's like Aetherius, Aetherus Society. Mm Mm-hmm. And this was founded by another George, George King. So not George Van Tassel, but George King. Um, and this was also in the 1950s. And so he also said he had ET contact. But this was one of those things that earlier I was telling Jamie that when I was reading about it, it was she like was so into it. All of the things I was like, oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically, I would say. Um, you know, they talked a lot about um, cosmic masters. So, you know, saying that Krishna, Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, um, you know, etc. They were all cosmic masters. And so then they came here on Earth to, you know, try to teach us a better way and all these things. And they're waiting to then be the next, like, prophet, mm-hmm. so to say, to speak. But... The principles are very basic. I mean, they seem harmless. You know, it's about the whole wheel of karma and basically reincarnating over and over and over again until you've reached perfection. And then you would kind of become a cosmic master as well. Mm -hmm. A lot of the things I felt like, okay, that's that's totally fine. I, I can see that. But what's scary about some of these, though, is... It's not necessarily just about the good parts. It's also looking at the bad parts. Mm -hmm. I would say, number one, in a lot of these, people are saying that they are the only ones that can channel these beings. Oh, I hate when people say that. Or they're the only, you know, that's like a red flag, number one. Mm -hmm. If, If any organization, religion belief, whatever you want to say, if they're going to come down to, well, I'm the only Only one, one. you're the only one, that's a giant red flag. No, you are not. Um, There's so many other possibilities out there. There can only be one. Not at all. And so that's one of the things that, um, you know, I mean, to me, I feel like sometimes it's common sense. It's like, come on, people, are you serious? But, you know, there's still real things like this that are still happening, like that person that did send us that message and I tried to listen for a minute but I was so like caught off guard with it he's serious yeah so while we're more on like kind of a little bit of the more negative sides of the cult there's a, a cult called uh oh <laughs> you're gonna name drop the actual I'm name gonna, yeah oh my god Raelian Realian, Realian. This is even on Wikipedia. Realian. It is on Wikipedia, and it's a serious thing, and they believe, like, science is their religion, and their, their, like, logo, I'm not trying to laugh like it's funny, but their logo is, like, a swastika that melts into a Jewish star. Yeah, we were like, what the fuck, that's a... It's a swastika that's not sideways, right? It's not tilted to it's no, straight, no, but it's, it's inside. It's inside of the Star of David. And they're all about, like, Elohim, and they want to talk to you about how there's only one true alien god thing, and they're mm-hmm. just, and they're so diehard about it. And, like, they tried to talk to us about it. I'll say it. Oh, and it god. was real creep. And we were like, okay, it was. thank you. Do you want to join our religion? And I'm like, I don't like religion. They're like, well, no, we we believe in science. So then why are you calling it a religion? 
I was so bothered by that. And then it kept going on. Well, we believe in science. We believe in this. But again, it's when you come down to saying that there's only one. When it was so pushy, too. It wasn't just like, hey, check us out, guys. It was like, so, like, are you sure? Like, let me tell you more about it. Like, I know this. I know that. Let me. And it was like, oh, my. Calm down. Take a breather. I'm chill. You're chill. Let's all be chill, guys. Let me say right here, okay? Listen, if you're going to tell us that this isn't a religion... Because you don't believe in God, but you believe in science and mm-hmm. you believe in all these other things. Mm-hmm. Just because the word God itself is missing does not mean that it is not a religion. I agree. You can't say this isn't a religion because the word God isn't into place. If you are forming rules, having beliefs that are almost like set inside these brackets, that is a religion. Mm-hmm. And... You know, when it comes to the point of you worshiping something in particular and doing all these things for it, then it becomes a cult. And it's just, it's absolutely unhealthy. And I feel like people are always wanting to find a place. And so, you know, a lot of people say, I hate, I hate religion. I hate this and that and this and that. And then they think of a new thing. You've just done what you hate. By, you know what I'm saying? Like, by creating another thing to believe in, mm-hmm. you've created another religion. Just because it's different than the ones that we hear about on, you know, an everyday basis does not make it any difference. It is still a religion. When you're going to say, this is what I believe in, you give it a name, you give it bullet points, we believe this, 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 and this. And you have to do this, 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 and this. But we're not a religion. Okay, so why don't we then, when we're on this page of talking about this new wave of people calling themselves a religion, let's talk about the biggest, stinkiest cheese of them all, Scientology. Ooh. Ooh. We want to do a whole episode on Scientology, but we just, there's just so much. And honestly, I feel like we'll never know as much as we should because they're so fucking crazy and they control the world. Okay, so let's just start off with basics. So Scientology was created by L. Ron Hubbard, who was a science fiction author, and he created it because he was started something called Dianetics. Well, his partner ended up getting the rights to Dianetics, so he stopped doing Dianetics, and that's when Scientology really fucking took off. And he got real crazy with it. Um, and he created this weird, crazy science fiction religion with all of these different levels where he just got people to fucking follow him. Now, this isn't a cult in a sense where he got everybody to kill themselves, but it's a cult in a sense that he had I mean he still has so many followers did you know Scientology is illegal in Australia they banned it oh thank god I know smart right smart as fuck so they think they genuinely think and I, I shouldn't say it this way because everyone has a right to their own religion but they call themselves a religion and it's crazy to me that they call themselves a religion after the amount of research I've done on what they quote unquote are I mean it's and they'll probably attack us and hate us because that's what they do to anybody who like I know I'm honestly kind of scared I know anyone who discredits Scientology they think this crazy thing but some of the stories I've heard from these people of like how money hungry Scientology is and you know what back in the day when L. Ron Hubbard started it he was money hungry and that's why it continues to be money hungry today it's not like it used to be it used to be a lot less and a lot more like a weird religion whereas today it's just this giant scheme to make money and it's fucking crazy that people are still involved with it I can't help but think that the the word religion and 
cult is almost like interchangeable. Yeah, it's weird how close they are, the thin uh, line that they walk. So what really makes um, Scientology, I guess my favorite crazy part about it, is they are real convinced about aliens. And their biggest thing that they're convinced about when it comes to aliens is this god named Zeno. Zeno is in charge of something called the Galactic Confederacy. Mm. And I think that's really weird because the whole, not necessarily confederacy, but federation, galactic confederation is used like all over the place. People that just channel ATs in general, you'll hear about a lot. Yeah, that's definitely a common term. Um, And so, and he, they said that 75 billion years ago, he brought a bunch of humans to Earth and placed them on top of volcanoes <laughs> and blew them up with a hydrogen bomb into a million pieces. And so, wait, wait, it gets weirder. So when you reach a certain stage in Scientology, you get to learn this information. And part of this information is telling you that you are not one being. You are made up of thousands and thousands of particles and beings and everything. And, like, you're all these itty, like, you as a whole is nothing. And you are made up of these millions of itty-bitty little things that are out there. I kind of like that. I mean, I'm kind of into that, too. That's fine. (laughs) Um, You have to remember, this was a science fiction writer who wrote all this. So, of course, it's going to be entertaining. Like, you're going to be like, ooh, I like it. Um, And so, a lot of people who get to this stage in Scientology read this, like, sacred document, and they're like, the fuck? Huh, you get that far. You invest thousands and thousands. Oh, my God, like millions of dollars. So much money. Yeah, Yeah, and it's, it's so scary. And so, like, what you're saying... I was also reading about that, and it almost like touches on reincarnation in the sense where mm-hmm. you know you. It's basically like when you start off, you are working yourself into the next step, right? You like you reach the first, you know, stage, but there's a million stages in order yeah. for you to get to. Yeah, and so uh, one thing about Scientology is whenever you get to a certain level, or you sign up for their thing called the Sea Org, which we'll get into that a whole other day, you have to sign a billion year contract because they believe that people get reincarnated. So in every lifetime you have to pledge yourself to them yeah and so some of the things that I've heard I was like okay I can feel that you know again with the reincarnation part well there's definitely trying to perfect your being I totally loved but there's aspects that they use that start to draw you in because it's things that genuinely make sense that's like normal cult and that's a normal cult thing they take something that a large group of people believe in Mm -hmm. that feels slightly misunderstood and say here we have purpose and meaning for you let me tell you all about it yeah and not to mention the scary fucking thing about that is that they planted this gorgeous building in downtown Los Angeles where they call the Celebrity Center. Oh, God. And it's beautiful. When no, you drive beautiful. by, you're like, what mm-hmm. is this? And it's really sad because this has happened to so many people that move to Los Angeles in hopes for the American dream, right? I'm going to become a movie star. Well, they go to this place called the Celebrity Center where they, like, basically trick people into being like, come take an acting class here. We'll show you how to do stuff. And they try to get you to sign up for these classes. And Mm -hmm. then slowly and slowly, they start pushing you and egging you towards Scientology. And they don't leave you alone. That's the thing you have to understand. When you start to express interest, they're on you like fucking... Mm -hmm. 
flies on shit. And it's really sad because people move there and they're desperate. And you enter the celebrity center where they tell you basically Tom Cruise yeah, and Kirstie Alley are here. All of these You're going to meet these people and schmooze with them and you just have to be a part of this and religion. And like, your career is one video away. Mm-hmm. So then you watch it. And I saw a clip of the video when it was basically so ridiculous. It was like, well, you could basically was saying, well, you could walk away if you're like a fucking idiot. You mm-hmm. could also jump off a bridge. No, you, yeah, you could do either it's, or. Yeah, the way that they were saying it, I was like, so. They were like, you could, you could, if you want to, join this religion. And you could, if you want to, jump off a bridge. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. And yeah, it's like they, it's like those are the two options that you gave somebody: either yeah. join my religion or go jump off a bridge. And yeah, but the way that they said it kind of made it sound like if you didn't, you're an idiot. Oh, absolutely. And it's sad because so then they tell us people, okay, again, one more video, and you're this much away, and they convince these people that they really can make it in Hollywood. They really can have a decent career. If they follow this, if they do that, and then they make commission. Oh yeah, get, so because so, it's people, yeah, that they get well, commission no, no, it, off of signing other people up. Yeah, as so well. that's one. Okay, so my biggest issue with Scientology is the money. So one thing that you have to do is you have to pay for anything that has to do with Scientology. Nothing of it is free in any way, shape, or form. So they do things like they sell you books and they sell you classes and you do this and you do that. There's one guy whose YouTubes I watch all the time and he's talking about like how at one, so they have these things um, and they're like people who like work out in the lobby of the celebrity center and shit and it's their only job to just get money from people like that is all they do and they have quotas that they have to reach every month and they will mm-hmm. call you in the middle of the night he said he used to try to sneak out the back door and sneak to his car they'd be waiting at his car for him asking him for money they had all of his credit card information they would take out credit cards in his name so that he can give Scientology more money. And they used to just put it under this premise like, but you're going to the next level. You're going to the next level. Mm -hmm. You're going to blow. You're going to blow. You're going to go to the next level. Like, you have to give me this $500. You can go take this class so you can get to the next step. And it was so convincing to people, especially to this kid who was like, okay, all right. And then at some point, he got so sick of it, and it was just, he couldn't do it anymore. So sad. I wish I remembered the documentary that I watched, and it was... On Netflix, and I, I think you watched about. the same mm-hmm. thing, and that just like blew my fucking brains out when I saw how intense these people are, and the the psychological abuse that they put you through in order for you to almost be desensitized to things, and it's like they're breeding followers, people that are going to go out there and they're going to be completely ruthless, almost like their common sense mind is completely gone. All that they care about is defending Scientology. Yeah, there's definitely... And that gives them the right to do and say whatever the fuck that they want. Yeah, there's definitely some crazies when we're talking about Scientology. You look at some of the videos on the internet of, like, people who have left Scientology and the people who follow them and harass them. And, like, like, Scientology gives them a right to be shitty people to people who don't believe what they believe. Right. And they're like, well, we were tested or, you know, whatever they said. Yeah. And it's like, no, but you can tell just by watching these people that they're out of their mind. Out of their fucking minds. There are to the T what you think of a psychotic cult follower. That's exactly what they are. You know what's crazy to me is some of the videos I see, they look like they're on drugs. Yeah. But they're not because they're super anti-drug in that cult. But like... 
they genuinely look like they're fucked up on something. I just don't know what. They're it's like so crazy. Kind of it's like they're in a weird trance or something. Like they and that could they don't understand be. what they're doing is like negative. They're like so convinced that what they're doing is right. It's, it's positive. Crazy. And that's the number one sign of a cult is when they convince you that what you're doing and saying is for the greater good or it's mm-hmm. you know it's like. You know, you're doing this, but it's It's like, for... look, this isn't just a religion for me to save myself. This is for me to save the world and to save Earth. And it's exactly. like such on a grander scale. But what's funny to me about Scientology, though, with what I like, um, is that all these other cults really put aliens first to get people in. And Scientology saves that goodness till the very end. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very interesting, different kind of take on when you talk about aliens. They don't they don't bring that shit right out the bat to freak you out. They wait until you're real deep and marinated in their bullshit, and then they're like, "By the way, guys, look in the stars. Uh-huh. They're coming for us." But it's weird because then I have also heard that when you get to that certain level, that it's like they drink some shit to like feed the alien in them. I don't know if I don't that's know. real. I don't know if that's real, but I heard that. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I Tom Cruise is on a whole other fucking level, man. I wa- literally watching one Scientology documentary where they didn't even give their own opinions. All they did was show bits and pieces of reactions from Scientology leaders. That was enough for me to know this is downright absolutely crazy. And what's crazy even more than that is how big they are. Mm-hmm. That's what's even scarier to me. Is it's one thing to have this freaky, like whack ass shit cult, but for it to be so big. Mm-hmm. And that one scene in the documentary where he was on a public road where you would think that's government owned, right? And mm-hmm. then it was like, oh no, we own this highway. Mm-hmm. We uh, we own this. I know whole what you're talking gap. about. Yeah. I, that to me, I was just what? This is just that should be a government highway. No, but they were so convinced. They were like, no, go ahead. Call the cops. Call them. This is ours. And at one point, they did tell them one area they were in. They really had yeah, to leave. the cops were like, oh, they do. They own this. And you do have to walk away. Then that there was, was another scary. area where the cops told them, this is a road. They can do whatever they want here. And the lady was fucking pissed. Oh, my God. Did she and throw a fit? And they always had a cameraman with them. Always. That they was filmed everything. Weird as fuck. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's just adding um, fear into you when well, they I think just, maybe, just yeah, show up yeah, and I they're think, just recording well, you. Well, I think that maybe what they do, too, is maybe some of those videos, they they definitely probably edit them and make them seem like in a worse way. Pick out all the bad parts and show it to people. Like, look at the outside world. Look what they're look what they're doing to us. These are people trying to stalk us. Like, yeah, you know? and it's so dumb because if you're going to be a religion um, and be like, you're just trying to be a better person, right, to perfect your soul, then you wouldn't give a shit about the people that leave. You would think, oh, well, too bad for them. We're focused on how great this is. But they almost focus more on finding the, what do they call them, SPs? No, SPs are supp- suppressive people. Yeah, so I'm saying they're f- almost like going after the what they call SPs, the suppressive people, and making their life a living hell well, yeah, for it, even it, thinking about well, leaving. Yeah, it, it's a tactic called fair game. So it's stated that in Scientology that if you become an SP, a suppressive person, and you leave Scientology, you're fair game, and anybody can do whatever they want to you. It's Which is, just a part of Scientology. That should be a big red flag right there. Oh, it's there. a huge red flag to me. Huge red flag. You can't punish people for dropping out of a religion. That's the beauty of religion you can go from one to one yeah and that's the sad part is that's how you know number one that it's a cult that they're they give the they give that many fucks as to who leaves Mm -hmm. to then dedicate their lives 
to making that person's life Miserable. a living hell. Yeah. They could never... Gaslighting. They can never go back from that, and that's really sad. Some of them do. Like, Leah Remini is doing a very good job of bouncing back from that bullshit. She definitely got out of it and was like, I'm not taking your guys' fucking shit, and it's shattering the way that they treat people. Oh, it's just, like, scary. So... To me, a cult red flag is when there's a specific leader that shows that they are of more importance than the rest of you to Mm -hmm. where you need to follow them Mm -hmm. or be like them. Mm -hmm. That's like number one. Um, Or that you need to do certain things to stay in or to even qualify yeah, those are all big, huge red flags. Um, yeah, I mean, just just to say that you're one thing in particular to me is a red flag. I feel like, aren't we coming out of the stage of religion? And it's so sad to me that people that believe in UFOs and aliens, they don't all kind of think above that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people go towards more believing those things when they don't agree with mainstream religion. Mm-hmm. So then why would you just form another religion opposed to saying, we don't know what's out there? Because we know if there's other aliens, then that means there's multiple life forms. So then why create another structure? Well, not just that, but if there is something there's something that's like religion out there I don't understand the point of dedicating your life to it in such a serious way like if it is if we have a god or creator I don't I don't think our god and or creator would be so selfish to think that all these people he created should spend the rest of their life praising him in some way that's crazy to me or trying to figure out exactly what it is yeah either or I just think is a very strange existence to live not that it's bad because there's people out there who you know are Buddhist monks and you know dedicated nuns and you know all sorts of things and you know good for you guys that's your life purpose and I get it but I just don't I don't see the the appeal and it doesn't make sense to me I would never want to and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way I would just never want to waste my life doing that I think there's just so much more that can be done than just that small thing Well, I just feel like based off of all the possibilities that there are out there, why stick to this is what it is? Yeah, Yeah, that's why like with some of these things that I read, I absolutely agreed with. But I'm I just feel like this whole this whole time frame that we're in, a lot of people are realizing that individually you're sovereign beings you don't you're not waiting for anybody you're Mm-mm. not you know no one's going to come and save you and that's the same thing for aliens you can't say i don't believe in this christian religion but i believe in this alien thing and he's going to come save me that's the same motherfucking no one's, shit yeah no one's going to save anybody yeah aliens aren't coming to save us if no one's realized by now if they're not here they're not here for a reason and it's probably for you to get your act together on your own and then maybe they'll show up when we're on their same level of playing field. They're not here. They're not angels. They're not going to just land on Earth and say, I've got, I got you guys. Jump on my back. Exactly. And on that note, Brie, that's a really good note to end on. So why don't you give me your final thoughts <laughs> on our uh, little gloss over of some alien cults? My final thoughts would be that... I don't think we should be waiting for anyone. And even if there's other cult religions out there that say that they're not worshiping one, you know, supreme being, it's just that these are the things that you believe in, then why do you need to create a structure for someone to be into that box? At this point, I feel like we should all know that 
truth is always seeping out somewhere and something is never what we think it is. So why create more boxes to fit into opposed to just saying, we're just figuring this out one day at a time. We're taking in different beliefs and maybe we're spewing them out at the same time. And that's what we do. You and I, Jamie, Mm -hmm. we take information in, we might adapt to some of it, we might trash it, but it's always evolving. And that's what I think comes with consciousness is you don't stick with one thing. You're always open to some and then not to others and then you evolve with that information you never just stick to one thing and then close it off and shut the door absolutely my final thought would definitely have to be i'm convinced that i could infiltrate scientology i think that i can walk in there and tell them that i am the reincarnated version of l ron hubbard and they'd probably believe me oh no i don't think you want to go through that shit that it's like so intense what I they think, go through i think i could take it i think i've gone through enough psychological should torture we, in my should life we start that a would GoFundMe? Be who wants to put this to the test because who i kind of do get jamie into scientology i'm kind of into it i think that maybe we should take a trip to Ooh, Ooh, we're going we're going down there Ooh, you want to go swoop by we go to pasadena yeah we should We should test it out. We should. But they're probably going to listen to this podcast. They're going to know because I was going to say we should bring an itty bitty camera and we'll walk into the celebrity center. I'm going to wear one of those those shirts. They're going to know. And I'm going to put my phone in there. I'm going to be like, hey guys, what's up? Tell me about your shit. They're like, we know all about you. That's fine. So then I'll record that and then we'll prove that they're part of the Illuminati. Oh, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening tonight. Please hit us up on Instagram at that one time I was abducted. Send us an email at that one time I was abducted at gmail.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Google Play. Um, you know, hit us up. Let us know what you guys think. If you guys want to hear anything else, if you guys have any other bits for us to add, we would love to talk about them in the next episode. Or if you guys know anything that we should mention or something that we should talk about, um, just hit us up, comment, rate, review, and we love you. And shout out to Frank Zen. Love you guys. Breaking news, you are listening to that one time I was abducted by aliens. My name's Jamie. My name is Bree, and we are two sides of the coin. Jingle jingle in your pocket, motherfucker. What does one coin mean if there's more than one? (laughs) Change. What does change mean, Jamie? Uh, Disclosure. Disclosure's coming. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.